it was a frustrating weekend for the New York Islanders as the penalty kill lets them down against Boston and a late comeback is too little too late against Montreal. We've got our key takeaways plus the latest on Bo Horvat. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Well, it was a frustrating weekend in many ways. Some reasons for optimism, but some reasons for frustration. But first, if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, Maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode. Feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter or X uh, at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me for some instant insight and analysis. And it's great to talk Islanders hockey with you, game time or any time. Well, this weekend was not easy for Islander fans. And let's start with the Friday night game against the Boston Bruins. This game was, I think, the more difficult one to to deal with only because the Islanders went up against the Bruins, one of the best teams in the NHL, and outplayed the Bruins, quite honestly, five-on-five in this game. Ilya Sorokin played very well. wasn't, you know, his A game, but 30 saves, a lot of high-danger opportunities given up at, at, at times. But overall, the Islanders really were the better team five-on-five, and yet the penalty kill absolutely destroying the New York Islanders. And, you know, look, in regulation, the Bruins get four goals in this game, three of them coming when Boston had the man advantage. And when your penalty kill is playing as poorly as the Islanders' penalty kill is this season. 
You can't afford to take these foolish penalties that the Islanders took. A too many men on the ice penalty. A trip by Julian Gauthier. A trip by Anders Lee. Those are the three penalties they took. And Boston goes three for three on the power play, negating a three-point night by Bo Horvat, two points each by Brock Nelson and Matthew Barzal, uh, a strong performance by Alexander Romanov. I mean, there were some real bright spots in this game. And again, if you sort of go over this contest, the Islanders went toe-to-toe with the Bruins for 60 minutes and finished tied 4-4, but again, it was the fact that the Islanders had one power, uh, two power play goals, rather. Boston had three in three power play opportunities. <clears throat> this game proved to me what the Islanders are capable of, that they can beat any team on any given night, but boy, oh boy, shootouts again frustrating as anything, and again, an inability to hold the lead as defensive breakdowns lead to the tying goal with just 3.09 left in regulation. So in this game, the Islanders led 2 to nothing uh, through the midway point of the second period, led 3-2, to two, led 4-3, to three, and end up losing in a shootout. And, you know... Especially late in games, changes have to be made strategically so that this team figures out what it needs to do to hold a lead. And while I am enjoying the emphasis on more offense and it it is paying off, I mean, you look at the way the Islanders have been able to score goals, not just recently, but really over the course of the season— It's been pretty impressive, and, you know, three goals against Montreal, four goals against Boston, four against Toronto and Anaheim. Those are your last four games. You got to go back a ways to, to try to see the last time the Islanders failed to score three goals in a game because, you know, that situation takes you all the way back to Thanksgiving weekend on Saturday when they lose to Philadelphia 1-0. And other than that, this team has been finding ways to score. And, okay, they're middle of the pack. 16th in the league in goals scored without having that sniper on the roster, really. And three Islanders players now have 10 or more goals, led by Brock Nelson with 15 Kyle Palmieri and Simon Holmstrom have nine each, so they're right on the doorstep. We're seeing more offense, but that means still that the coaching staff has to have a different strategy for shutting teams down late in games because these late game breakdowns and the penalty kill, which is now, by the way, dead last in the NHL, allowing opposing teams to score 29.2% of the time with the extra attacker. Those are the two things that are really hurting the New York Islanders this year. And they've got to find a way to, to sort of bounce back from that. I mean, you look at this game, 
five on five, the Islanders were the better team. And at the very least, they were dead even with a very good Boston Bruins team. But the penalty kill and the last the inability to hold the lead, the two things that combine to kill the Islanders and cost them another point in this game. Uh, if you're looking at a hero or go to the game, I'm going with Bo Horvat as the hero with his three-point night. And the go to the game is the penalty kill. You just can't take three penalties and give up three goals when you're shorthanded and expect to win very many hockey games. I mean, you want to hold the opposition to three goals or less every game if you can help it. But, you you know, when you give up three and three power play chances, you're not going to succeed. Also, look, let's face it, a lot of the goals in this game... Bad bounces, deflections, goes in off a skate, goes in off the goalie's back. I I don't blame Sorokin for most of these goals, but, you know, a little frustrating the way a lot of those pucks went into the net. So, good news and bad news on the Friday game. The good news is you went toe-to-toe with the Bruins and proved that you can play as well, if not better than them, at least at home, the bad news is the same things that have hurt this team recently continue to hurt this team. And to say it's frustrating to leave points on the table in this fashion is an understatement if you are the New York Islanders. And somehow, some way, you know, look, this team is still in the middle of a tough fight for playoff positioning. You can't afford to leave points on the table. It it just will come back to bite them when the postseason gets underway or, it, you know, when the playoff race rather heats up and you got to get to the postseason. And if you think you're going to get away with this, if you make the playoffs against quality opponents, you got another thing coming. So got to get more points. Can't leave them on the table for sure. We have got a lot more to discuss. We'll break down the Saturday loss to the Canadiens in Montreal. Plus, we'll talk about Bo Horvat. And for our Islanders' birthday of the day, a player who was only an Islander for part of one season, but went on to become a Stanley Cup winning coach. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked on Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. My favorite feature on Game Time, you go on the app, you could see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive and game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an after hour it starts it is the place to find last minute ticket deals take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nhl for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-n-h-l 
for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed. And Locked On has launched the first-ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top stories in sports each day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league, including the NHL. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. So after a good but frustrating performance on Friday, the Islanders traveled up to Montreal on Saturday, and that game was a disaster early and then frustrating late. The Islanders came out and looked absolutely dead in the water. This team looked tired. They looked slow. They were being outskated, out-hustled, losing battles for 50-50 pucks, and just couldn't seem to stop the Canadiens. The Islanders were fortunate to escape the first period scoreless, but in the second period, you give up four goals, none of them on the power play, I might add, but each time it was just defense out of position, not picking up your players, bad back-checking, not uh, getting to rebounds. It was just the same thing over and over, and it just looked like here were the Canadians who hadn't played since Wednesday, so they had three full days off, and here were the Islanders who just traveled from New York on the second day of a back-to-back, and it just showed. Now, to the Islanders' credit, they did not give up. Brock Nelson scoring a shorthanded goal early in the third period, then scores again uh, a minute and a half later, roughly, and all of a sudden, it's 4-2. to two. Bo Horvat scores with a little less than six minutes left, and you think, wow, they might even be able to pull this off, and yet that's when, again, the team kind of ran out of gas late. This team couldn't get the equalizer. They give up the empty net goal to Christian Dvorak at, with 20 seconds left and lose 5-3. to three. And, you know, we all sort of felt this was going to be a problem, that the Islanders could have been too tired or just at a disadvantage in this game, traveling up to Montreal. I didn't like how badly it actually looked. And, you know, the thing is, they only took two penalties in this game, managed to kill off both power plays, but they were both slashing penalties, both the lazy kind of we're not moving our feet. The guy was faster than us and, you know, ended up, uh, we had to slash or hook or hold or trip in order to keep up with the opposing player and then you're down a man. So very frustrating to see this team do that. Now, I give them credit for rallying and getting back into the game. I didn't think they kind of had that in them. And this don't-quit attitude was very good. But overall, this performance just wasn't good enough. And one area that the Islanders are usually pretty solid at, but weren't good at in this game, was in the face-off circle. Bo Horvat, 21 draws, only wins eight of them. Casey Sezikis, six face-offs, he won zero. 0 for 6. Brock Nelson, just three out of nine. The best 
faceoff guy the Islanders had in this game was J.G. Pajot, who won six and lost seven. So there, you know, once you're not getting possession right off the bat like that, that is one strike against you. Semyon Varlamov gives up four goals but faces 40 shots. Don't blame Varley for the loss. He kept this team in the game when they really didn't deserve to be in it. And, you know, that, again, is sort of the frustrating thing, that they came out so flat in this game and weren't able to do much until the third period when they rallied. Uh, Hero of the game, I'm going to go with Brock, uh, excuse me, with Noah Dobson for three assists, two block shots, two takeaways, and he played 26 minutes and 43 seconds when he played more than 31 minutes against Boston the night before, a new career high. So to me, Dauber getting the job done again. Brock Nelson would be a close second with the two goals in this game. And as far as a GOAT, uh, I'm going to go with Mike Riley in this one. He was a minus three. Overall, I like the way Riley has played. He has added another dimension offensively for the Islanders, and he has helped with the transition game as far as them getting pucks out of their own zone and heading to the offense. But he just, he was a minus three, had a giveaway officially, and just, again, some questionable defensive moments for Riley. So, uh, you know, fatigue could be the, the, the biggest factor in this one. But to me, overall, I'm going to give it to Riley as the go to the game. But there were plenty of other candidates. So when push comes to shove, the Islanders get one point out of a possible four. I was hoping for a minimum of two. And every day, as you you know, that's what I was looking for uh, coming into the weekend. If you go back and watch the Friday show and... You know, they came so close to being able to pull that off. We all suspected that they would have trouble in Montreal on the back-to-back. And unfortunately, they did. So now it becomes a question of how do you bounce back? How do you rally? You have another back-to-back Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. And then a game Saturday, and then you have the holiday break. So three games left. You can't get tired. Now, a lot less travel. You have a home game Tuesday and a road game in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday. That's, you know, a lot less travel for the Islanders. And also keep in mind, Islander fans, uh, Tuesday's game is an ESPN Plus game. Wednesday's game is on TNT, so you won't have uh, the, the usual announcing team Uh, For the next two games, you will have them back on the big game Saturday in Carolina. So keep your eye out and make sure that you can uh, listen to or watch those games Tuesday and Wednesday. We have got a lot more to get to on today's show. We will discuss Bo Horvat's recent hot streak and his injury status as he got uh, potentially banged up in the last minute of the game against the Habs. We'll also have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast.
Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there's a a wide range of betting options like spreads, player props, over-unders, and a lot more. And look, great time of year to get onto FanDuel. You got the NFL, college bowls, you got college basketball, the NBA, of course, the NHL. Check out the Islanders Oilers odds on FanDuel. Maybe you want to check out a player prop for Bo Horvat or or for Ma- Matthew Barzal. Lots to look at. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Gotta talk some Bo Horvat. And he has really looked great as of late. Got to be happy with him. Uh, I mean, you you look at what he has accomplished in recent weeks, and uh, it it just looks really, really good. Ten consecutive games with at least a point, which is a career high for Bo. Seven goals, nine assists. That's 16 points in his last ten games. Anders Lee, after the game against Montreal, said about Bo, he's feeling it, things are coming to him, and he's also taking advantage of those opportunities. He's playing great hockey, and when you get in these roles like that, you always feel like something good is going to happen, and when you get that opportunity, you're feeling good with the puck, and that's evident in the way he's playing. 30 points so far for Bo Horvat this season, and... You know, you look at the Islanders right now, and they have played 30 games, and right now, three players are at at least a point a game. Bo Horvat, Noah Dobson, who leads the team with 32 points, tied with Matthew Barzal, who also has 32. And Bo Horvat, one of the reasons that he's playing well, he and Matthew Barzal really seem to be getting their chemistry together. They look very sharp, playing off each other, setting each other up, creating opportunities, uh, both at even strength and on the power play, which has been clicking. So that's really encouraging to see. The problem, however, concerning Bo Horvat, and if you stayed until the end of the game against the Canadiens, you saw this happen. Uh... In the last minute of the game, Horvat injured. Uh, he had a collision with Christian Dvorak of the Canadiens at the New York Islanders' blue line, and he skated away. Clearly, either his left hand or wrist was hurting him, and he was on the bench as the game ended. And obviously, with you know less than a minute left, you're trying to get the empty net goal. 
Bo Horvat is one of the guys you want out there the most. You want Bo, Barzine, Brock. You know, you want those guys uh, on the ice. Noah Dobson, uh, Kyle Palmieri. These are the guys you want out there. And obviously, Bo was in pain. And when he skated off, he had the glove off of his left hand. And the left arm was really kind of being held very close to his body. No update was given by the Islanders after the game. They did not practice on Sunday. So we do not have an update as of the time that we're recording this. Look for us on X or Twitter uh, as soon as we do get an update. But boy, the Islanders could ill afford to lose Bo Horvat right now just when he's playing such good hockey. And, I mean, I think right now Bo is playing the best hockey he has played since joining the New York Islanders. And I'll add this. If you would have told me before this season started that the New York Islanders, through 30 games, would have three players who are at a point a game or better, I don't think I would have, uh, you know signed up for that bet, and yet they do. They don't want to lose Bo Horvat for any amount of time right now. Uh, you know, you got these three games now before the holiday break, and then uh, hopefully uh, a, a few more days of rest. So if Horvat has to miss a couple of games, let's hope that uh, it's no more than these three games between now and the holiday break. And Honestly, let's hope he doesn't miss any games because the Islanders can ill afford to lose him. If he does sit out, I think the likely outcome is you move Barzal back to center and Oliver Wallstrom, who has not played in a couple of weeks, it seems like, would get a chance to return to the lineup. And how big would it be for Wally to get back in and try to... uh, you know, prove what he can do and that he deserves a spot in the lineup going forward. All right, time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, this person was only briefly an Islander, but better known as a head coach who recently, uh, back in 2019, won a Stanley Cup championship behind the bench. I am talking, of course, about Craig Berube, who turned 58 on Sunday. The Callahoo, Alberta native, 6-1-205, made his NHL debut with the Flyers. He was not drafted, but made his NHL debut with the Flyers in 86-87. Played for Toronto, Calgary, Washington, the Flyers again, the Capitals, and then the Islanders who he played 38 games for in 2000-2001, had two assists and 54 penalty minutes. And yet, penalty minutes kind of were Barube's thing. In uh, 93-94, a career-high 305 penalty minutes in 84 games. For, uh, you know, a, a guy who was more of a enforcer, 1,054 NHL games for Barube, 61 goals, 159 points, and 3,149 penalty minutes. Add three goals and four points in 89 games in the playoffs, along with, yeah, 211 more penalty minutes. And uh, he won that Stanley Cup with the St. Louis Blues a few years ago. One of his better games as an Islander, 
March 14th, 2001, at the Mellon Arena in Pittsburgh, Islanders and Penguins. Chris Terreri, the goalie for the Islanders. The Penguins have J.S. Aubin in between the pipes. And in this game, Craig Berube assists on a goal by Dave Scatcherd in the third period. That assist, uh, the goal turns out to be the game winner. Eric Cairns adds an empty netter in the closing seconds. Islanders beat the Penguins by a score of 3-1. to one. As for Craig Berube, he also had a fight in this game. Only played 7 minutes and 24 seconds, but he, you know who he ended up dropping the gloves with? Bob Bugner of the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins in the first period. 33 saves by Chris Terreri to earn the win. So uh, a very happy uh, 58th birthday to Craig Berube. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We'll have a full preview of the game against the Edmonton Oilers. Plus, hopefully we'll have some injury updates on Bo Horvat, on all the other injured players, uh, Pelik, Polak, uh, all, all of those guys who we hope will be back, uh, Scott Mayfield. So make sure you join us for that. Until then... Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.